On today's episode, Eddie Olchek, after 16 years in the Blackhawks broadcast booth, will not be returning next season and instead will be joining the Seattle Kraken's broadcast team. I'll be going over the timeline of events from a wild Monday afternoon and also figuring out what the heck happened here. Why isn't Eddie Olchek returning next year? All that and plenty more right here on Locked On Blackhawks. Your Locked On Blackhawks, your daily podcast on the Chicago Blackhawks. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Welcome to the Locked On Blackhawks podcast, your daily podcast on the Chicago Blackhawks. Today is Tuesday, July 19th. I'm your host, Jack Bushman. You can find me out on Twitter at JackBushman2, or you can also go and check out my Strictly Blackhawks account at Talkin' Hockey for all the latest Blackhawks news and updates. And if you're listening to the audio version of today's show and you like what you're hearing, then please be sure to go and show some support first by following the podcast, which will only take a quick couple of seconds, literally just a quick click of the button will be helping me out tremendously. Be sure to go and rate the show with five stars if you like what you're hearing today as well. And if you're tuning in through Apple Podcasts or through Spotify, then feel free to go and leave me a review as well because I always greatly appreciate getting some feedback from all you wonderful listeners out there. If you're a longtime listener of the show, a regular listener, and you like what you're hearing, please be sure to go and let me know in the review section. And the best part about it all is that it's 100% for free wherever you may be listening to your podcast, whether that be through Apple Podcasts, Odyssey, Spotify, etc. It's all 100% for free. And if you go and follow the show right now, then you'll be able to get the latest episode as soon as it comes out each day. And if you're not already watching the video version of today's episode, and be sure to go and check out Lockdown Blackhawks on YouTube because each and every episode moving forward is going to have a video attached to it as well. So if you haven't done so yet, folks, please go and subscribe to Lockdown Blackhawks on YouTube. The numbers really have been jumping here in the past couple of weeks. I greatly appreciate all the support that I've gotten. But if you haven't done so yet, if you haven't subscribed up to this point, it takes two seconds. Please be sure to go and do so. Also, go and smash the like button down below for me as well and comment as to how you feel about Eddie Olchek leaving the Blackhawks organization and how the heck you think it all happened. And last, go and ring the bell, turn on those push notifications, and you'll be able You'll be notified when the episode gets uploaded to YouTube each and every day. All right. Good morning, everyone. Thank you all for joining me on another episode of Lockdown Blackhawks, your one-stop shop for all things Chicago Blackhawks. And thank you all for making the show your first listen here to start off your day. To open things up this morning, folks, the full episode today will be a breakdown of what the heck happened in the past 24 hours, as we all know that Eddie Olchek will not be a part of the Blackhawks broadcast booth next season and instead will be joining his brother Ricky out in Seattle, joining the Kraken's broadcast team. Ricky, of course, is part of the front office with the Seattle Kraken, so I'm sure that kind of led Edzo out there. But um, all in all, it was just an insane day yesterday for Blackhawks fans. Another one, I mean. Seems to be multiple each and every week, and I thought it was just going to be a calm Monday morning and Monday afternoon, you know, with free agency having died down, it feels like the Blackhawks have made most of their moves up to this point. 
prospect development camp also wrapped up last Friday. I, I thought it was going to be a pretty minuscule Monday, but uh, that definitely turned out not to be the case. And again, we now know that Edzo, like Pat Foley, will not be coming back with the Blackhawks next season. And to kick things off on the show, the first thing I want to get into is just kind of a quick timeline of events from yesterday, because we have gotten a lot of conflicting reports on what's happened here with this situation. So I'm just going to go over uh, all the reports here quickly and kind of a timeline of how they came out. Uh, the first thing that came out was Mark Lazarus of The Athletic reporting that Olchek is out in the Blackhawks broadcast booth. And this was before we had anything of Eddie's opinion. We just had heard that he's not going to be coming back for next season. And the immediate reaction from a lot of Blackhawks fans, including myself, was, what What do you mean he's not coming back next season? We heard a couple months ago that, you know, Jamie Faulkner had mentioned that Eddie is a big part of the plans moving forward. They had a friendly lunch together. And all signs pointed towards him returning to the Blackhawks broadcast booth. Like, we literally heard that not even two months ago, I believe. So this was a report that was completely out of left field for the most part. And a lot of Blackhawks fans were not happy to say the least, um, which I think, you know, it's it's so tough in the sports business as a fan because you want to make these snap knee jerk reactions and you see Eddie Olchek's out and the first reaction is, how did the Blackhawks screw this up? What the heck happened? Everyone's ragdolling on the organization and um, knowing what we do now, we probably should have waited a little bit uh, to give those kinds of reactions. But at the same time, with all these conflicting reports, we really still don't know the truth. I mean, Edzo has talked on uh, Sil- Sylvie and Waddle and Sylvie on the radio. He went on unfiltered with David Kaplan and he, he did ultimately say uh, it was his decision. But from first glance, I mean, Blackhawks fans were not happy to say the least. Um, and in that initial report uh, from Mark Lazarus, we heard that the Blackhawks had already began reaching out to kind of figure out who the replacement is going to be. So that didn't really give Blackhawks fans, I think, a good first impression that the Blackhawks are already reaching out, maybe um, making them believe that this was fully their decision to go in a different direction. And we heard Lazarus reference how uh, the team does want to get more social media friendly. Um, So that kind of led Blackhawks fans to throw a full onslaught on social media in the, in the organization's direction on social media. Um, But then we, we did hear kind of some conflicting reports from, from that first one. Uh, we heard from the, the guys at CHGO Blackhawks, Mario Tirabassi, uh, Jay Zawoski. They were the first ones that kind of, I, I think they were the first ones to reference that the Blackhawks organization was blindsided by this decision a little bit because uh, they felt they had a verbal multi-year agreement just a couple of weeks back and that they basically just needed to get the finishing touches on that, right? Just need to sign the contracts and go through all the business side of things. Uh, and then we heard Mark Lazarus change his story. Blackhawks were blindsided as well. He heard from a source. Um, but the interesting report of the day, I think, was from Barstool Chief, who I, I will give credit to. He was um, the first one that was kind of on top of this news. Yesterday morning, he posted his uh, the the Blackhawk or the the bird that he usually posts when there's big news coming, and he said it was bad news. Uh, and there were some rumblings that this was going to have to do with Eddie Olchek. Um, but according to Barstool Chief, uh, he claimed that Olchek was actually given a, a really bad 
offer from the Blackhawks. And in Mark Lazarus's first article, they said it wasn't, you know, a we love you, you have to stay type of offer, but it also wasn't a get out of here type of offer. It was somewhere in the middle. And some of the details that were involved there was Eddie getting paid at a game rate rather than just a full 82 game slate because of all the work that he does for TNT, the amount of games he does there. Um, there was a little bit of a different deal this time around. It seemed like the Blackhawks wanted to pay him uh, more money than he was getting paid per game last year, but for less amount of games, I believe, because of um, him working with other networks so often and so frequently. So, but there was a, a multi-year deal on the table, according to Lazarus, but according to Barstool Chief, it was a pretty disrespectful deal. and. That's what ultimately led Olchek to make the decision uh, to pursue other opportunities, as he said, because um, from all sides of this, th this is the one thing that makes me wonder if what Chief is saying is true. I don't know what's true. I mean, it's, it's so um, all over the place at this point, but we know that Olchek wanted to come back and we know that the Blackhawks did want him back, but the offer that the Blackhawks were giving, according to Chief, the offer that the Blackhawks were giving to Olchek to come back was disrespectful. Um, I don't know, again, how true that is, but it is certainly interesting to hear that report out there. And one thing I will say about Chief, I mean, I know a lot of people hate Barstool. I'm not the biggest Barstool guy. I listen to some of their content, not personally Chiefs, but he was there at Blackhawks development camp at Fifth Third Arena on Friday, and he had a conversation with Danny Wirtz, Troy Murray, there there were a lot of big name people that he was having a conversation with. So I wonder what he heard there. I don't know where this particular source is from, but he was talking with Danny Wirtz. And I don't feel like Danny would come out and say, you know, oh, we gave him a bad offer. I feel like Chief had to have gotten that from somewhere else. I don't know. It's just a weird bunch of circumstances. Um, but as I said, then the reports came out that the Blackhawks were blindsided by this, and they were caught off guard when Olchek elected to go to Seattle. Uh, so a lot of back and forth. And then the last report we heard last night, again from Mark Lazarus, uh, was that the Blackhawks made a lucrative five-year guaranteed offer to Olchek, according to a source. But Seattle simply made a better offer, his brother Ricky's out there, and that's what led him uh, to make that decision, according to a source again. So all over the place, not really sure what's the actual truth at this point. A lot of conflicting reports over the past 24 hours. I don't know if it was a good deal, a bad deal, two years, five years, not really sure at this point. But uh, coming up in just a moment, I will get into some of my personal thoughts on this matter, plus my opinion on how this all could have been avoided. But first, I need to talk to you all about Bilt Bar, which is a protein bar that tastes just like a candy bar. Summer is here, and you're going to need some food for being on the go. Well, Bilt Bars are the perfect snack to take with you everywhere you go. Throw them into your bags, throw them into your kids' backpacks, and make sure that everyone has a bar to be fueled for their summer adventures. And the best part about Bilt Bar is that they're both delicious and healthy. So there's no more sacrificing delicious food for health, because with Bilt Bar, you can have both. You can get the best of both worlds. And have you tried Bilt Bar Puffs yet? Because if not, then you're seriously missing out on one of the best tasting protein bars on the market with flavors like banana cream pie, cinnamon churro, birthday cake, mud pie. Bilt Bar actually just sent me another 
sample package to try their cookie dough in their s'mores. I mean, it's actually unbelievable that these are protein bar flavors. It's unbelievable that these things have 170 calories or less and 17 grams or more of protein. You feel like you're eating a candy bar, but you're actually eating a protein bar. So head on over to Built.com right now and be sure to use the promo code LOCKED15 to get 15% off your next order. That's Built.com with the exclusive promo code LOCKED15 to get 15% off your next Built Bar order. All right, we're back here on the Lockdown Blackhawks podcast. Moving on into segment two, I definitely wanted to be sure to talk for at least a few moments about what I kind of personally think happened here and how all of this could have been avoided, in my opinion. So, like I just mentioned a moment ago, a lot of conflicting reports. We don't know exactly what type of deal the Blackhawks offered Olchek. We don't know if it was two years, a five year lucrative deal. Barstool Chief said it was a disrespectful deal. I don't know really what to make of it. But the one thing I will say is this is a worst case scenario that could have been avoided. What are the Blackhawks doing? What are we doing here? I I don't understand how we got to this point. That's my biggest gripe about all of this. How did we get here? How do you let Eddie Olchek's contract expire on June 30th and just have a verbal agreement in place? You don't take it more seriously to think about having the best broadcaster, not in the NHL, probably in professional sports. You don't think to have him tied up ahead of time. You're going to let him hit the open market? What are we doing here? Danny Wirtz, Jamie Faulkner, what are we doing here? It's not so much to me how we came to this decision. It's that we could have avoided this. Don't wait till after June 30th when Enzo's contracts expires to make a move. Don't just have this verbal agreement in place. There's a lot of moving pieces right now. The Blackhawks, it's a fire sale, basically. The Brinkett's gone. Doc's gone. The team's tanking. It's not going to be interesting. Fans are already having a tough time buying into this new regime and this new direction that the team's heading in. There's reports that Patrick Kane and Jonathan Taves could be on their farewell tour, two legends of the franchise. And I know there's a lot of people, a lot of Blackhawks fans out there who are saying, Kyle Davidson, what are you doing here? They're having a tough time buying in and understanding what we're trying to do. You're basically, you come in, Kyle, and you take away all of the great players. Uh, not, not just Kyle. I shouldn't single out Kyle because this wasn't Kyle's decision. I'm going to say that. But in relations to how fans feel about all of this stuff right now, you know, it doesn't make things better that the Blackhawks, not only on the ice, but off the ice, they're getting rid of everyone as well. Pat Foley, gone. Now Eddie Olchek, gone. People are going to have a hard time buying into what the Blackhawks are pitching right now. When you're getting rid of all their best players, there's talks that two franchise icons are on their last leg here in Chicago. And now you get rid of the best broadcasting duo 
in the game, maybe in all of professional sports, both of them are now gone. It's just unfathomable to me. And it just feels like something that could have been avoided because we've heard Edzo wanted to come back. The Blackhawks wanted him back. We even heard that from Barstool Chief, who's the one real person out there saying this was a disrespectful offer given to Olchek. He reported that both sides wanted to get something done and Olchek wanted to come back. If Eddie wanted to come back, how couldn't we make this work? And I know Eddie has said ultimately that it was his decision. He elected to pursue other opportunities, but hearing him break down on ESPN 1000 and hearing him have these emotional conversations with David Kaplan, it's clear to me that this wasn't a direction that Edzo 100% wanted to go in. It doesn't sound to me like he wanted fully to leave the Blackhawks. It's heartbreaking to him. I'm sure he's excited to go and pursue other opportunities and join his brother Ricky, but it's not going to be the same as Chicago. That I can guarantee. Chicago kid played for this team, been in the broadcast booth the last 16 years, basically become a family part of the organization. I mean, Jamie Faulkner and Danny Wirtz, maybe this affected Olchek's decision to leave if it was truly his decision. Um, They thought highly enough of him to be involved in the decision-making process for the new general manager, new head coach and that stuff, but they didn't feel highly enough of him to actually have him in the mix for the next GM. I do wonder if that affected Olchek a little bit, but I mean, they, he was a family part of this organization, part of the family. And to not be proactive about the situation, just have a verbal agreement in place to let what three weeks pass now. And we didn't have anything figured out, nothing finalized. That to me is the, the biggest disappointment of this all is that they treated Eddie old as just, some Joe Schmo. He's the best broadcaster in this game, bar none. It's not even close. The amount of insight that he's able to provide. I mean, if you're an Eddie Olchek hater or don't like Eddie Olchek, like I question your Blackhawks fandom a little bit or even your fandom of the game because he's so insight. Even as a Blackhawks fan his whole life, I thought he's always been very honest and hasn't been biased and has always told the truth for the most part. And done a heck of a job. It's incredibly sad that he's not going to be coming back. However, that decision was made, whether it was Olchek's decision or not, whether he made that decision because of a poor deal. I I still think it all could have been avoided if the Blackhawks were proactive about it and really, really emphasized how key it would be for him to return. Because as I'm going to get into in just a moment here, folks, Olchek leaving is A, not going to be good for Chris Vosters, and B, not going to make things any better or any more enticing for Blackhawks fans to tune in and watch games next season. All right, there are some of my personal thoughts on Eddie Olchek's departure from the Blackhawks and how it could have been avoided. Coming up in just a minute, I will get into how this affects Chris Vosters and who could potentially be replacing Edzo as the Blackhawks color commentator. Welcome back to the Lockdown Blackhawks podcast. I'm your host, Jack Bushman. Getting into segment three now before I wrap things up. I also for sure wanted to talk about how Edzo's departure is going to affect Chris Vosters and his first season in the Blackhawks broadcast booth. And for Chris Vosters, he had a hard enough job as it is 
filling Pat Foley's shoes. I mean, basically impossible expectations to live up to. And I've really liked Vosters for the most part. I think he's got a great voice and a great knack for calling play-by-play. He's both informative and entertaining. He can have some fun and move the conversation around in some different and not normal conversations, which I think is cool. Uh, He does still have to work on the hockey part a little bit, but again, he's kind of just getting his feet wet in that sense. And once I think he gets a better understanding of the game as a whole and the Blackhawks organization, I do believe Chris Voster is going to be really good. And he's a super nice guy. I fortunately got to meet him down at Blackhawks development camp not too long ago. Uh, Really good dude. And I do believe there's a lot of potential there, but his job just got a whole lot harder now that he can't kind of lean on Eddie Olchek up in that broadcast booth. I mean, I, I don't think Vosters was needing Edzo to carry the way, but it sure would have been nice. And I'm sure Chris would even admit this. Uh, it sure would be nice to have someone to kind of lean on in your first full year, especially taking over for Pat Foley to kind of have that conversation flow. Edzo obviously knows the game as well as anyone. I mean, he watches so many teams play regularly. Um, not only with the Blackhawks and the history of this organization, but he's very familiar with other teams and other players as well. And that I'm sure would have been very nice for Vosters to kind of, like I said, lean on and just to have that experience. It probably would have been a breath of fresh air for him and taking some of the weight off his shoulders because he can just be himself, focus on his job and know that, you know, Edzo's going to make this thing entertaining and they're going to have some fun back and forth with the way that he goes about his business. But now that Edzo's gone, I really do think this is going to make life a lot more difficult for Chris Vosters. And also Blackhawks fans are, they're going to be tough on Vosters because uh, whoever is going to be replacing old check, it's going to be a new face. It sounds like it's going to be someone who's, Pretty unfamiliar with color commentary duties. Uh, I'll get into some potential replacements in just a second, but regardless of who it is, it's not going to be Eddie Olchek, and Blackhawks fans are going to be upset about that. They're going to be hating on the broadcast all season. Of course, Vosters is not Pat Foley as well. So fans are just going to be irked by that, that there's going to be two new faces calling their games after 16 years of essentially the same duo. I mean a bit unfairly to Vosters and whoever the replacement is, but they're, they're getting the short end of the stick here. They're not going to have it easy and they're going to have to be pretty good to win over the Blackhawks fans because Edzo and Pat, I mean, that's all, it's all the fans have known for the last near two decades. So yeah, it's going to be tough sledding for Chris Vosters. I wish him all the best. I hope you Blackhawks fans out there don't critique him too harshly because, because of Edzo's not in there and because Pat's not in there. I really do think Vosters has potential to be a solid play-by-play announcer, but I will admit I'm still irked like a lot of you all that Eddie Olchek isn't going to be a side right next to him for this upcoming season. Uh, But getting into some of the rumored replacements for Edzo at this time, uh, we heard that, again, that the Blackhawks have already began reaching out, and uh, they've actually been looking at some former players potentially to put up there besides Chris Vossers, and two names that have popped up are Patrick Sharp and Adam Burrish. Uh, I think Sharpie would certainly be the better pick there. Um, Burrish is entertaining, that's for sure. But I feel like at the same time, he's a little bit of, um, I don't want to say a red flag because that's unfair, but I feel like, you know, fourth line grinder, the way that he used to chirp, fiery guy, passionate, calls 
calls it the way that he sees it. I wonder if the Blackhawks are worried that he's going to like cross a line at some points because I could totally see Adam Burrish doing that. Uh, but Patrick Sharp, I think someone is someone who could be a really good fit here, even though uh, apparently he told Mark Lazarus a few years ago that he doesn't think he's really cut out to be in this business. But obviously, Sharpie's a handsome man. A lot of people would love to see him on TV. Uh, but he, he he's called games a couple of times with the Blackhawks or been in the benches and kind of just added to the broadcast team. And he's been very poised and I thought calm and also informative and used his experience to kind of give some insight to the fans. I thought Patrick Sharp sounded really good. Now, again, that's not a huge sample size, but I do think if the Blackhawks had to pick between him and Burrish, I think Sharp would be the better choice there. Uh, But we've also heard that Colby Cohen is someone who's been thrown around. He, uh, I guess he got a five-year contract from NBC Sports Chicago. Good for Colby. Um, but I think the Blackhawks, uh, this is from Laz as well, the Blackhawks would personally uh, like, like to keep Colby either in the studio or in between the benches. I like Colby in between the benches. I think that's where he's at his best. Uh, I think that's a good spot for him and makes the most sense him and Vosters do kind of have that funny banter back and forth, but I know a lot of Blackhawks fans aren't, um, don't care too much for that. They 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 want to be informed and they want to hear about the game. They could care less about Vosters and Cohen's back and forth. So I understand that. I mean, it does get old sometimes, and I think Cohen is perfect in between the benches. Uh, Kaylee Chelios is also someone whose name has been in, been thrown in there. I think you probably want to give her a little bit more time in intermission live before she goes and takes on that sort of role. Um, Because I I feel like she started off a little rough, but then as the season progressed, she got better and better and better. Kind of like how I feel Vossers is going to be. Once she gets more familiar with her job, the people around her build some chemistry there and also understands the team a little bit better. Um, I think she still has a little bit, little bit of a ways to go before she could be a color commentator, but she's certainly gotten better. Uh, since she first began, and I wouldn't be surprised to see her in the final decisions because she is already around. I'd probably rather have her up there than Colby Cohen. Um, But yeah, it it for sure is going to be interesting to see who is going to replace Edzo, whether it is one of these four that I just mentioned or the Blackhawks go with someone else. I'm sure we'll be hearing all about it in the next couple of weeks, but regardless of what happens, it's no, no doubt not going to be the same without Eddie Olchek up in the Blackhawks broadcast booth as our color commentator. All right, folks, I think that is going to wrap up Tuesday, July 19th episode of Lockdown Blackhawks. Thank you all again for tuning into the show, and be sure to go and follow Lockdown Blackhawks right now, wherever you get your podcasts, and go and subscribe to Lockdown Blackhawks on YouTube, and you'll be able to get the latest episode as soon as it comes out each day. And after the show, be sure to go and check out the Lockdown NHL podcast for all the latest news and updates throughout the NHL offseason. It's free and available on all platforms, so be sure to go and check out Lockdown NHL right now, wherever you get your podcasts. Once again, thank you for tuning into today's episode. I'm your host, Jack Bushman. You can find me out on Twitter at JackBushman2, or you could also go and check out my Strictly Blackhawks account at Talk and Hockey for all the latest Blackhawks news and updates. And for any questions at all regarding anything related to the show or to the Blackhawks, feel free to email LockdownBlackhawks at gmail.com. You could also hit me up on any one of my Twitter accounts, or you could call 
708-653-0572 to leave a voicemail. So until tomorrow's episode, thanks again for listening to the Lockdown Blackhawks podcast, part of the Lockdown Podcast Network, your team every day.